हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर थ्री इलेक्शन एंड रिप्रेजेंटेशन एंड वी आर डिस्कसिंग इलेक्शंस इन इंडिया द एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ द वर्किंग ऑफ द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन हैज कंफर्म्ड द एक्सपेक्टेशन ऑफ द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन मेकर्स द एफ सिस्टम हैज प्रूव्ड टू बी सिंपल एंड फैमिलियर to ordinary voters it has helped larger parties to win clear majority at the center and the state level the system has also discouraged political parties that get all their votes only from one caste or community normally the working of the fptp system results in a two party system this means that there are two major competitors for power and power is often shared by these two parties alternately it is difficult for new parties or the third party to enter the competition and share power in this respect the experience of fptp in india is slightly different after independence though we adopted the fptp system there emerged a one party dominance and along with it there existed many smaller parties after 1989 india is witnessing the functioning of the multi party coalitions at the same time gradually in many states a two party competition is emerging but the distinguishing feature of india's party system is that the rise of coalition has made it possible for new and smaller parties to enter into electoral competition in spite of the fptp system now let us discuss the next topic reservation of constituencies we have noticed that in the fptp election system the candidate who secures the highest votes in a particular constituency is declared elected this often works to the disadvantage of the smaller social groups this is even more significant in the indian social context we have had a history of caste based discrimination in such a social system the fptp electoral system can mean that the dominant social groups and the caste can win everywhere and the oppressed social groups may continue to remain unrepresented our constitution makers were always of this difficulty and the need to provide a way to ensure fair and just representation to the oppressed social groups this issue was debated even before the independence and the british government had introduced separate electorate this system meant that for electing a representative from a particular community only those voters would be eligible who belong to that community in the constituent assembly many members expressed a fear that this will not suit our purposes 
Therefore, it was decided to adopt the system of reserved constituencies. In this system, all voters in a constituency are eligible to vote, but the candidates must belong to only a particular community or social section for which the seat is reserved. There are certain social groups which may be spread across the country. In a particular constituency, their numbers may not be sufficient to be able to influence a victory of a candidate. However, taken across the country, they are a significantly sizable group. To ensure their proper representation, a system of reservation becomes necessary. The constitution provides for reservation of seats in the Lok Sabha and state legislative assemblies for the stool caste and stool tribes. This provision was made initially for a period of 10 years and as a result of successive constitutional amendments has been extended up to 2020. The parliament can take a decision to further extend it. When the period of reservation expires, the number of seats reserved for both of these groups is in proportion to their share in the population of India. Of the 543 elected seats in the Lok Sabha, 84 are reserved for dual caste and 47 are reserved for stool tribes as on September 2012. Who decides which constituency is to be reserved and on what basis is this decision taken? This decision is taken by an independent body called the Delimitation Commission. The Delimitation Commission is appointed by the President of India and works in the collaboration with the Election Commission of India. It is appointed for the purpose of drawing up the boundaries of constituencies all over the country. A quota of constituencies to be reserved in each state is fixed depending on the proportion of SC and ST in that state. After drawing the boundaries, the Delimitation Commission looks at the composition of population in each constituency. Those constituencies that have the highest proportion of dual tribe population are reserved for ST. In the case of dual caste, the Delimitation Commission looks at the two things. It picks constituency that have higher proportion of dual caste population, but it also spreads these constituencies in different regions of the state. This is done because the dual caste population is generally spread evenly throughout the country. These reserved constituencies can be rotated each time the delimitation exercise is undertaken. The constitution does not make similar reservation for other disadvantaged groups of late there has been 
a strong demand seeking reservation of seats in Lok Sabha and state assemblies for women. Given the fact that very few women are elected to representative bodies, the demand for reserving one-third seats for women is increasingly being articulated. Reservation of seats for the women has been provided for in rural and urban local bodies. We shall discuss this in the chapter on local governments. A similar provision for Lok Sabha and Vidhan Sabha would require an amendment to the constitution. Such an amendment has been proposed several times in the parliament but has not yet been passed. Now let us wind up the session and thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.